to another episode of the Shoot Brothers. Podcast, the only wrestling podcast online, hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. Mike Shoot Shepherd sitting right over there. Hey, hey. <laughs> episode 241. Well, and hey, hey, ho, ho. Cruising <laughs> on through to that 250. Probably still lining up somewhere with the end of the year. Uh, we'll end up being uh, that 250th episode. Maybe, maybe we juice it up a bit. Yeah. Big moments. We got two months, two and a month, two and a half months to figure it out. We'll I know. I, and uh, one more than that, I feel like the show premiered in a somewhere around Elimination Chamber. This is where you could find episode one. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Chamber of whatever That's... year it was, maybe Chamber 2018. So uh, we're at, we'd actually be coming up to the the sixth year anniversary potentially of the show. Yeah, I mean, you know, wow. every once in a while we miss a week here and there, so we don't line up. Um, like the fiftieth show isn't necessarily the fiftieth week of the year, and everything. yes, of course, of course. Well, and the shooties rep- the shooties are a show, and uh you know just like that but hey but hey i think you know i think if all things are going up we're coming up to six years here of shoot brothers wrestling which is yeah, insane way. insane <laughs> just even on the grand scheme of podcasts in general regardless of professional wrestling shows you know uh this is this is rogan numbers <laughs> we're, we're in ro- rogan <laughs> rogan territory yeah and with a fraction of the budget with a fraction of the budget <laughs> and uh, so much more hair. We have so much more hair oh, yeah. collectively yeah. than Joe Rogan. Um, like he has to have a Rick Rubin level style of hair. And even he, even <laughs> anyway, anyways, we're, get, we're getting off track here. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the professional wrestling week because we, um, we we missed a week. We 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 missed we missed a show last week when I was at the uh, might probably the worst ever game of baseball I've ever seen live. By the way, um, would have Blue Jays of the Blue of a Blue Jays performance. I've never during the Texas series. <laughs> during the Texas series, I've never seen a worse played game of baseball. Uh, which is too <laughs> bad. Would have much rather been doing the podcast. But let's get into the podcast. We always do by crowning a brand tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. <laughs> for you, he's definitely won it before, right? Searching the record, searching the records. Yes, definitely record before. Uh, now two-time two league champion, Dave Meltzer, Uncle Dave. Unky Dave. He's always, uh, you know, one thing I love. Um, anybody, you know, anybody blue check marked. It's how you interact with your fans. Uh, many could choose to just like say nothing, do nothing. You know, I bet, you know, if you're on a, a massive level, you're just not going to do anything, you know, but you can, the ones you choose yeah. to interact Taylor with. Taylor Swift is not repl- responding. Exactly. She's not liking <laughs> people's posts or her management, her PR team isn't liking posts or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. but either way, he got in a, uh, a back and forth of some fans <laughs> following, um, him just saying, uh, Jericho and Tony Khan are um, doing lots of press to sell tickets for Grand Slam. And then all these neckbeards come in about Orange Cassidy doesn't sell, Darby Allen doesn't sell, all that kind of crap. Eventually boiling down to Dave Meltzer saying, nobody outside of WWE fans know who any wrestlers are except Hogan, Rock, Cena, Austin level stars. The guy on the street doesn't know Reigns, just like the guy on the street doesn't know Orange Cassidy. 
Man makes man yeah. man, man makes a man great point. Days. I guess my my question for you, Mike, is there anybody else who you would put in that uh, that 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 group <clears throat> of no- noticeability um, outside of the world? I think the Undertaker would be in there. I think a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know who he is? He, uh, great. And, I mean, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I think Brock Lesnar, obviously, just because he's more than just a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I mean, like the RKO out of nowhere is kind of a meme on its own, so people must know Randy Orton, right? <laughs> yeah, you would think. You you would think. I would wonder. Uh, are you a woman? Email us. Like anyone. <laughs> What's that? I well, I say you know, I said uh, like, are you a woman? Email us. Like, I definitely <laughs> yeah, know all yeah. my guy friends could probably pull out a, an RK like an RKO would be a joke. Um, yeah. Ask the female demo. I don't know. Uh, but but the rock, yeah, like That's we said, true. Rock, Cena, Hogan. These are cultural yeah. fixtures at this point. Roman Reigns. Anyone not, over not forty probably knows. Yeah, anyone over forty probably knows who Andre the Giant is. But young kids. He would have been in that list, but maybe not anymore. Yeah, maybe not anymore, because uh, parents aren't showing their kids uh, Princess Bride anymore. So they, <laughs> <laughs> they should be though. They should be. It's you know, I guess maybe it's that slightly different age group. I don't know. Yeah. But either but, way, uh, yeah, Meltzer makes a good point. That's. I mean, it's kind of the way of the world now. Everything is so available that. You know, you don't just watch what's on TV. You can pick and choose whatever the hell you want anytime. Yeah, and it it doesn't have to be wrestling, but it 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 can be wrestling. Of course. And I think a lot of I think a lot of people do. I think you watch it a couple times and you get hooked. Yeah, I mean, there's millions of us. So. There's millions. I I I actually recently uh, e- emailed a guy, <laughs> um, the a link to the. Kenny Omega Will Ospreay match that we were fortunate enough to have seen. But <laughs> yeah. this guy is a UFC boxing f- fan who, I mean, now this is going to, I'm going to, yeah, this is weird. So, of course, Hulk Hogan goes on Joe Rogan, which can, I can only imagine is the worst possible podcast, the worst ever episode of a podcast. <laughs> but this guy, like, he listens to Rogan, so he's, he's, on, he's on the train. Yeah. Got fascinated with the athleticism behind it all, and I sent him this link, and I just said he hasn't watched it yet. So I'm not <laughs> gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell you anything that happens. Just figure it out for yourself. That's how you. That's how you do it. That's how you got to introduce the new that Give new me fan. Thirty forty minutes of your time. Yeah, he's already wants to watch it, so he's like, you know, <laughs> you know, that's all this. It's a great match, I think, to uh, show somebody also. Yeah. Definitely. Curious about the present day. So appreciate. Yeah. Uh, great. Well, let's get into the show then. Shall we uh, probably jump around a little bit? There was no pay-per-view to review. No. We can kind of just... Ju- you know, well, let, let's... Last ju- week, whatever happened, we can just address it on... Exactly. What I was just going to say, let's, uh, let's just jump to uh, an electrifying episode of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Well, even before that, let's just give a quick piece of breaking news. Oh, okay. I don't know if you saw it today. Oh, uh, uh, release innings. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, good point. Good point. Around the ring. 
the yeah, just to throw that. <laughs> the recent flock of releasings uh, coming off the top of my head that I remember seeing, and no, in no particular order, Dana Brooke. <laughs> that one hurts. Yeah, that one hurts. I mean, she's been around a long time, but yep. uh, you know, hasn't shown a whole lot of improvement. Well, so be- I get it. But being around a long time, old. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that's the biggest one to me. Shocking. You no, know, that's all. I mean, you know, that's a guy you can put in anywhere. He'll do anything for you. <laughs> and that's 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 immediate money. You know where in whose pocket? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still in great shape. I think he can easily. He's he, he, you know, your he's he's over in he's, AEW. he's our fine. next AEW signing. That's for sure. Uh, also on the list, uh, power couple Riddick Moss and Emma. Um, yeah, that's uh, another one. They weren't really doing anything. That's another about. one. Also, um, but also uh, earlier today, uh, an- announcing Elimination Chamber, Perth, Emma, the yeah. uh, the actual that's, Australian yeah. native, getting booted. <laughs> yeah, she tweeted it out, and then like an hour later, she's like, "Oh, I'm released." Jk. Uh, so that's <laughs> sad for her. Um, and then who else? We got Top Dalla, of course. Um, the to- yeah. Tope Master. Yeah, some of these, you know, we could all see coming. Daba Kato, Shanky, Mansoor, Mace, uh, Aaliyah, who we've all forgotten about. Yeah. Remember, she was tag champ for like two weeks. Yeah, of course. Uh, the Boogs, Rick Boogs, that one's. <laughs> yeah, that no one That one hurts. That one always hurts me personally. Um, yeah. Old listeners well, of the show. could have been, man, if that injury never happened. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, listeners listeners of the show know um, my affinity towards Rick Boogs. Yeah, and then I think the next biggest, uh, Mustafa Ali, just because he was supposed to be on the pay-per-view next week challenging for the North American title, and nope. That that was particularly bizarre because I, it, it, you know, just two nights after an episode of NXT where... <laughs> <laughs> where where this was featured? He's, yeah, he's in an angle. Yeah, he's, he's in, like an, he's in an an ongoing on angle. Yeah, that's actively yeah. going at it. So, um, so yeah, Sherman yeah. upsize weird. as we could expect. I think after the Endeavor takeover. Yeah, I think that was the main thing there. Cutting some employees and yeah, but uh, I mean hiring some new ones as well. Hot rumors going around that Jade Cargill's coming to town. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that also. Um, well, yeah, after last week's episode of, um, of Rampage, Chris Statlander beat Jade Cargill in Jade's yeah. in Jade's first match back since losing that championship. Yeah, second loss ever. They had a big hug after, and you'd have to think that was it. Otherwise, you know, uh, you put a match like that on Rampage, you could have put it on Collision. Well, I, but you know, I think also in that, like she was the she was the queen of Rampage. You know. I guess so. Yeah. For, for the int- like, I feel like all of her title defenses were on rampage, except for the one that she lost. Days. Yeah. However many days. So, uh, so yeah, it's great to yeah you 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 yeah. love to you love to see it. Um, re- yeah. And uh, what I'm most excited for is to Jay Cargill to take that step up from that AW Women's Division. Like you know the the <laughs> WWE Women's Division. This is the fucking this is the fucking big leagues. Yeah, we've been. That's the we place know to be this. For the that women. is the place to fucking be. So, um, and she's just got the look, the presentation that WWE's all about. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she's got she's got sports entertainer written all over. Yeah. So, anyways, those were the big pieces of news. 
Good call. Uh, but as you were saying, let's jump into SmackDown, a very electrifying episode. <laughs> uh, just chock full of surprises. Imagine you had a ticket to this SmackDown in Denver. You didn't know what the hell you were getting. Yeah, hope to hope. Uh, you you walk you walk down in your fucking Joe Sackick jersey. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we just start right off with a surprise. Pat McAfee's back. He comes out, hypes up the crowd. Austin Theory interrupts. Uh, they trade insults. Uh. So. Anyways, Pat says, uh, this is never going to be your show. This is the people's show. And you know what that means. The fucking rock comes out. Which nobody saw coming. Nobody saw coming. Uh, surprises are great. Uh, pop of the year candidate immediately. Yeah, because this, I don't think he's even been on WWE in like four years just in general. Not so. since that SmackDown uh, um, appearance. You know, when SmackDown moved to Fox. Fucking with... Uh, there you go. Yeah, against King yeah, Corbin. But, but of course the actors are on strike, so John Cena and The Rock, they have, they have to keep <laughs> their income streams going somehow. Yeah, so... Huge surprise, huge pop. The crowd's all chanting, holy shit. They're chanting Rocky. Theory steps right up to him and says you know who's ring you're in rock just says shut your bitch ass up and takes off his jacket does all his catchphrases finally the rocks come back and uh yeah theory tries to jump in but uh rock just starts getting the crowd to chant asshole or he, the one half chance you are uh the other side chance asshole, asshole. So everyone's just <laughs> calling him yeah <laughs> uh and then, uh, yeah, Theory takes a swing. Rock ducks, hits the spine buster, and then the people's elbow. And then he encourages Pat to hit his own people's elbow. So that was the opening segment. And yeah, just yeah, just yeah. you're you know you're not going to get a better opening segment than that, especially as as a paying fan. Uh, you saw yeah, two just... part timers and Austin Theory, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> worth the fucking ticket price. And uh, just. A complete surprise too you know like the last time he was already announced ahead of time so this was just a big shock for the denver crowd and yeah and you know and and, and that's and that's what it is i was i was asked uh, by some f friends once uh what would be your opening you know what would be your entrance music and mm -hmm. it's not about what the entrance music is it's what is the first two seconds they hear that's all that's what it's gonna <laughs> be that's what i you know i mean <laughs> Sing Stone Cold's theme song after. Yeah, after that glass breaks, after that, uh, after those wheels, those, those brakes squeak. <laughs> after that gold coin, after the cling. Yeah, there's many of them. Brian Danielson's got uh, one too. Anyways, anyways, yeah, big moment. A lot of fun. Yeah. Big moment. Makes you wonder, is this a one off? Is there are we finally gonna get the the Roman Rock? Finally, let's uh, do Roman Rock at Mania. Give it to me. Roman wins. Yeah, but uh, hopefully I mean, and then next mania, Cody can finish his goddamn. <laughs> that's the only story. thing. I don't want to wait another year, man. That's the only part that No, I do. Uh, I, I do. Sure. I mean, why now that not? we got the second why title, not? I guess it's not Yeah, a bad, why not? Let's just wait another year at this point. Yeah, we'll I don't see. mind. I don't think. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel until March. We'll see. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> April, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got AJ Styles taking on Finn Balor. Good little match. Uh, Judgment Day's cheating. They get ejected from ringside, but then Jimmy Uso runs out, attacks AJ, allows Finn to roll him up, get the win. So Jimmy Uso doing a little dirty work for the Judgment Day. Doing a little, uh, a little backstabbing, maybe. I guess he has nothing, yeah, ag- nothing I mean, for or against the Judgment Day. I guess. Well, Neutral. They've been trying to recruit Jay over on yeah, Raw. Exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, backstage, McAfee and Rock are laughing about the opening segment when John Cena walks up, stares down the Rock, then he says, "Welcome back," and they hug. So. Welcome back. Let's hug. <laughs> um, yeah so then we go to uh, LWO just a little promo Lashley and uh, Street Profits come out Bobby gets a big chant because I think they're in his hometown of Denver and yeah leads to a tag match Street Profits LWO not too much Street Profits hit their new finishing move uh, to get the win and then they just beat up LWO after they also, uh, new finishing move, like you said, they need new theme music, too. Yeah, something. It's uh, it's it's a little too upbeat and energetic, you know. It still kind of has yeah. that, you know. Well, it's still, yeah, same song. It needs something more yeah, exactly. reflecting the ominous nature of the duo. I agree. Jimmy Uso's backstage. Finn walks up. Thanks him for helping him earlier. And, you know, the offer's out there. You want to join Judgment Day? Get your brother in, too. Jimmy politely declines because he still wants to be in the bloodline. But Finn just reminds Jimmy there's no leader of the Judgment Day, no Roman. So, something to think about. Just something. I guess, yeah. Then, they're, they're, all, they're all in charge. Yeah. Pretty much seems like a pretty. I guess that's why they kicked fair. Edge. I guess that's why they kicked Edge out. Yeah. So we don't we don't want a leader. No, too much power. <laughs> uh, the Miz took on L.A. Knight, just continuing their feud. Knight super over as usual. Uh, lots of chants, lots of yeah signs everywhere in the crowd. And yeah, just a decent little match. Everyone's doing the yes every time he kicks him, punches him, and. Uh, eventually he hits the BFT, gets the win. On this little string. Coming up to the chamber. The chamber is usually a good spot the for a uh, big, or I was going to say, you know, uh, there's still a lot of paper with the, you know, big announcement of a big pay-per-view. There's a lot of spots for um, guys to make it in. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get LA Knight to the yeah. fucking main event of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, it would definitely be against the world title, you would assume. But yeah, elimination chamber, that could be a big That's that's gotten match. that's gotten people uh, you know, the push they've needed. 70,000 Australians going, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh Christ. <laughs> Crikey. Crikey. Uh, oh, I, I I mean I can't do it. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. How do they say yeah over there? It's gotta be. Anyways. You're like, yee, yee. 
Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, Knight does a quick promo after. He's coming for gold. Doesn't care whose it is. Mysterio, Gunther, Rollins, Roman. Doesn't matter. Uh, whose game is it? Everyone says L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. Uh, we see backstage Solo's watching this with Paul Heyman. He wants to go take out Knight. But Heyman says, no, no, Roman didn't give the order. So we got to focus on Jimmy. Possibly yep. cutting deals with the Judgment Day. So. Yeah, if he's cutting deals uh, behind his back. Yeah. So they're like, you know, let's figure this out. we got to wait for the Chiefs order before we do anything. So uh, that's that. Oscar took on Bailey. A good little match. Uh they fight their way to the floor. Shotzi appears, hops the barricade. She's got a real uh, Derek from Sum 41 hairstyle going on now that it's grown oh. out a bit. Oh, yeah. Good call. She's got, like, little gel spikes everywhere. Looks cool <laughs> for her. That They call that the Wibbly. Yeah, the Wibbly. Uh, so, anyway, she scares Bailey back into the ring, which allows Asuka to catch her with a backslide. Gets the three. Asuka wins. Shotzi offers Asuka a fist bump. She reluctantly accepts. So that could be an interesting team, the two of them. Who are who are the women's tag champs? <laughs> no, wait. Okay, wait. Let me talk it. Uh, so, like, uh, Sonia got hurt. And then Chelsea still had it until new champs were crowned. And the winners were... <laughs> You're like half right. Fuck. You've got. Oh, um, didn't somebody just walk in and say it's mine now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chelsea Green and some that per but um, fuck. Pa Piper Niven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God damn! How long could that happened? Like a month and a half ago, I feel. Yeah, I don't think they've defended the belts yet. God, that ha yeah, Jesus Christ, that took me a while. I, I can't believe I got there, honestly. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, those belts have been cursed. As soon they, as yeah, they really it, have they been. Injured. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, the final segment for SmackDown. You got the Grayson Waller effect. Brings out his guest, the man who has his star falling faster than his hairline, John Cena. His words, not mine. <laughs> Bird. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, this crowd is getting spoiled all night. John Cena, they get the big reaction. Uh, yeah, he gets in the ring. Waller's like, oh, sit back, John. Let the new stars shine. You know, it's not all about you. And uh, I know you don't want to be in the, in the ring anymore. You used to be the greatest, but you're not even close now. Getting beaten by guys like Theory and... Uh, Cena doesn't like this. He takes off his hat, his shirt. He's ready to fight. But then Jimmy Uso interrupts, says, Waller's got a point. Nobody wants you here anymore. But the crowd disagrees. They're all chanting for Cena. Jimmy tells him to get the hell out of the ring. But then Solo Sokoa comes out. He gets right in Cena's face. Jimmy's standing behind him, taunting Cena. Solo turns around, grabs Jimmy by the throat. But then he lets go, super kicks Cena. Um... Uh, and then the two of them go to beat down John some more. But then AJ Styles runs out, makes a save. Him and Cena beat up Jimmy. And, uh, yeah, Solo and Jimmy just kind of slip out. And 
We end the show with that. Looking like we'll get a tag match. Cena and AJ taking on Solo and Jimmy. Well, yeah. You know, until these actors, uh, until these studios get their shit together, we're going to be seeing a lot of John Cena again. Remember the uh, <laughs> remember the, the moments that Cena and AJ Styles had well, probably five years ago. You know, the, the, yeah, the, the chemistry be- between two of the heart best, you know, workers in the business. Uh, yeah. Was there, I don't think there was any backstaging between The Rock and LA Knight. Was there? No, no now, interactions. I, was that was that a missed opportunity? I mean, it depends. If we're gonna see more of the Rock, it's you know, it's obviously something they can always come back to. So yeah, or maybe they just didn't want to risk you know having someone outshine the Rock. People cheering for Knight over the Rock. I mean, honestly, if someone could give the Rock a run for his money, yeah, at least right now. At least right now. I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, no, I want to see that. Yeah, see them interact, and see a match, and have LA Knight go over. Ooh, Ooh. that would be even yeah. crazy. <laughs> that would be great. Never say never. Yeah. Never say never. That's what Vince McMahon <laughs> said, right? <laughs> uh, I'm sure he said it at some point. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was the entirety of the episode of SmackDown. So, what about uh, what about creeping on through the weekend over to Monday Night Raw? Yeah, you want to skip Collision or do that after? Oh shit! Forgot about Collision. Forgot about Collision. Let's roll it. Let's roll it. All right. There was uh, one bit of news from last week when Brian Danielson came out and cut a promo, basically saying, "One year, folks." That's how much longer. Oh yeah, no, I don't believe that. That was fake. I think he just means like a full-time wrestler. Like he'll still be in the company. But, oh, of you know, course, he's wrestle. not leaving. He's yeah. he's never yes. allowed to stop wrestling. <laughs> but he basically said, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna make this year one of the best." So, uh, yeah. Anyways, we'll yeah. see if that turns out to be true. Okay. But. Then we get right up to this week. Uh, speaking of Brian, we're in his home state of Seattle. So he comes out first with Claudio to take on Big Bill and Ricky Starks. And yeah, big baby face reaction for Brian. He's hyping up the crowd. Uh, and you know, man, Big Bill. This guy's getting pretty smooth in the ring. I like him. Guy. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's in great shape. He's like compared to the old WWE days. Yep. A much better look too. Like your his legs are too were too long for trunks. He's a pants yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get those pants going. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, eventually Ricky low blows Brian, hits him with the Rochambeau, gets a three count. So big win for Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Yeah, huge. Especially Ricky Starks coming off of uh, um, you know, the, obviously his first five star match. Yeah, great match. Yeah. Uh, FTR defended the AEW tag titles against the Iron Savages. Um, yeah, they uh, go go for a little bit, but I think we all know what the result will be. Mm-hmm. FTR hit Shatter Machine, Power and Glory, get the win, retain. Now, I feel like these guys uh, had a different tag team name. Yeah, were they, was it like, Bear Boulders. Or yeah, I think Bull- those are their names. Yeah, <laughs> or that's okay. like their they did, yeah. They, yeah, Bronson Boulder Bear Country. Bear, Bear Country. Country. Okay, that that could be close. Yeah, it was something something. 
Yeah. They're like the Vikings from the, the Viking Raiders to the Viking experience to the whatever. <laughs> With war, the war Raiders. War Raiders. War Machine. Yeah. War Machine. Yep. Uh, John Silver took on Anthony Bowens. Uh, match was going well when Evil Uno shows up, hits Bowens, while the ref's distracted, which allows Silver to hit a big running knee to the head and gets the pinfall. So a big win for Adam Silver, John Silver. <laughs> Who's Adam Silver? Oh, Adam Silver. The Isn't player. that the NBA? Yeah, the NBA, NBA commissioner. commissioner. That took me a second. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know why. I have all the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam Silver. <laughs> Adam Silver. Yeah, Anyways. big win, especially over uh, one of those trios champion, which you can buy the replica belt for like a thousand bucks. I've seen it. I saw five thousand dollars. Five. Well, okay, I then I believe you because I saw a figure and was like, "There's no and way." And it was per belt. You're not even getting a set of three for five thousand. So the whole like, set would be fifteen thousand. Yes, which is insane. Well, I mean, Jesus, you can Christ. go on WWE. It's like. 400 500 maybe it's probably not as good quality but even a thousand that's probably about the high end for a belt but fuck oh well yeah jesus christ <clears throat> uh ozzy open took on two jobbers didn't even catch their names so ozzy open just get the win uh, yeah kind of keeping them keeping them hot after losing the those roh tag titles kind of putting them on track to yeah Face FTR for their belts. Too bad. Uh, we got a little segment. Tony Storm, portrait of a star. We love it. I'm going to speak for both of us. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. Please speak away, yeah. sir. Uh, this is great. Just her whole, yeah. She's getting interviewed. She's complaining about the lighting and, oh, this business changed. These people wouldn't know talent if it slapped their tits off. <laughs> and this yeah. is the new joke. It's tits off. I love this new joke. Yeah. It doesn't really make much sense. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's great. We'll see her again on Dynamite. Uh, Scorpio Sky took on Andrade. Uh, yeah, barely seen Scorpio the last year from his injuries and all that and, and but, he uh, and he had one of those early uh um kind of like collision promos in the first few weeks where people were going like i'm a collision guy yeah 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 it's been a rough year for him ever since he lost the tnt title yeah but uh and then he loses again here andrade gets the better of him when he borrows a move from his wife charlotte Locks in the figure eight. Love it. And makes Scorpio tap out. So, uh, yeah, you know, he does that. Charlotte does his little double moonsault thing. and uh, Might as well. You share a bedroom, you can share moves. <laughs> but um, swab, the moves are in the bedroom, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, exactly. It's Hey-o. all part of the game. <laughs> we had the Hardys take on the Righteous. I don't know if uh, I don't believe we've met. Yeah, no, <laughs> we have met. Uh, I only know that because I think they no. Okay, they were on like a pre when I went to the collision show. Oh, you these guys, but it may have, but it may have been like the the dark or sorry, like the Ring of Honor taping. I have seen these guys yeah. before. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean it wasn't like a squash match, so they did 
they did all right in there. Uh, they and they have like a cool well, intro that's like a dun dun. Yeah. Again, I can't sing that song. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah. Surprisingly, though, the righteous they they end up hitting Jeff Hardy with the autumn sunshine and get the win. Big win for the righteous. Big huge win. These, I feel like this in the ring we're looking at a bunch of old men in this in this ring. I don't I don't know why they gave I mean, they all gave off old man vibes. Well, the Hardys, yeah, they've been through a lot. They yeah. can barely move these days. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's go to the main event. Chris Statlander defends the TBS title against Britt Baker. And always nice. To see the woman get the main event slot here. And this yes. is a pretty big match. So, uh, yeah, just a good match here. Uh, crowd likes both these women leaning a bit more into Brit with the DMD chance. But, uh, yeah, uh, Statlander hits a blue thunder bomb for a two count. Brit hits a curb stomp for another near fall. Uh, and then she hits a Canadian destroyer. And then the Angels' wings and another stomp. Huge combo for Britt, but Statlander still kicks out. So the crowd's on their feet at this point. Britt gets Statlander in the lockjaw, but Stat rolls backwards, pinning Britt's shoulders down. Ref counts to three. So Statlander wins, retains the title. In a pretty damn good match there, too, like you said. Yeah. No, it was... Deserving of the main event slot. It was nice to see. In Yeah, like you said, in the main event. Uh, this show was fucking action-packed. This was incredible. Yeah, good episode. Pretty much other than that one match. Uh, yeah, all the matches. There, were, there were seven matches here on the show. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot for two hours. I feel like we fucking packed that. No, that's that is great. If Collision it features more of the performers on like a bang, bang, bang kind of basis. I'm on board. Yeah. Every no, less, every match less. we had here was like, you know, 10 minutes, nine minutes, 12 minutes, you know, a, a lot of longer matches. Yeah. No, I like to see it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Thanks, Collision. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Uh yeah, so let's let's move on then through to that final show there, um of the first half here of course talking Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Yeah, so uh, the one thing from last week, Rhea Ripley defeated Raquel for. Uh, or yeah, defended her woman's title, but then at the very end, Nia Jax makes her return. Showed up, beat up everyone. Makes her triumphant return. <laughs> who Some who knew? Say. How who was this foreseen? I mean, we saw her at the Rumble like eight months ago, and that was the last we ever heard of her. Um You know, maybe they knew they were cutting some contracts the following week so they can afford to bring person or two in wait so you cut someone else so you can bring in Nia Jax that doesn't make sense <laughs> I mean not to me but I don't know either way she's back good point so here we are this week Cody comes out big ovation he wants to talk about Jey Uso but Dominic interrupts 
gets booed out of the building and uh, just says, uh, no, Jay, he's going to join us. Judgment Day. And anyways, they bicker. We get a match. Cody, Dominic. Uh, pretty short. Cody just hits a Cody cutter. Crossroads gets the win in a couple minutes. Just like that. Yeah, very quick. Very quick. Beating that North American champion. Two minutes. Yeah, a little too quick. I Have mean, you ever uh, listened to the lyrics of Cody's song? Like, really listened to them? <laughs> um, yeah, but not enough to memorize. I just know. Yeah, I'm there's a lot of stuff about, like, your dad. And there's a lot of <laughs> shit talking on WWE in reality. It's a lot of, like, really? it's a lot of, like, my father said... Don't let them take it from you. You can't. You can take my name, but you can't take my freedom. Like that kind. Of, there's a lot of shit talking on his previous employer. Um, yeah, just gotta check it out. Check, oh. check, check out the lyrics specifically, or maybe it was just. Did they write this song for him when he went to AEW? Well, I, I, I no, I think he, I think he was using it before a when he was on like the Independence or whatever. Yeah, but, but no, but even for him, no, even it, no, even if it was even if it was just a song that he picked because he liked it, he the, he liked yeah. the lyrics that were shit that that very much reflected his 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 personal situation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I get it. Uh, yeah, Vince probably doesn't know a single word other than whoa. Put it on a shirt. It says whoa, whoa. Yeah. So. Uh, anyways, Cody wins, goes to leave, but, uh, Judgment Day attack him. Kevin Owens and Sammy come out to help. Uh, they're like, Cody, we gotta talk. Why are you trying to bring Jey Uso over here? And Cody just says, you know, people deserve second chances. Sammy agrees. You know, Owens, I gave you a second chance. You gave me one. So let's, let's, let's try this Jay guy out. Uh, let's try him out yeah exactly <laughs> if sammy didn't get if, yeah. if if kevin didn't give sammy a second chance yeah they wouldn't have made event in wrestlemania so. exactly five star match uh, yeah absolutely uh this next match i wouldn't give it five stars but this was a pretty damn good surprising match uh kofi kingston taking on ivar and yeah, just going in, thought nothing of it, and they worked their asses off. We got Ivar with a splash off the apron to the floor. Kofi hits the SOS. Ivar kicks out. Uh, Ivar hits a Liger bomb. Climbs up the ropes for a splash. Uh, Valhalla signals to him, no, turn around. And then he goes to the top rope and hits a moonsault. Massive moonsault. I just assumed Kofi was going to move out of the way, but he took it. <laughs> he all. took the whole thing. That's how you know yeah. you're you're working with a safe performer when they are four times yeah, your that's... size and you have no problem with them performing that maneuver. <laughs> yeah, so that was crazy. There was a big pop for that. He makes the cover, but Kofi kicks out. Kofi, uh, yeah, a bit later, Kofi hits the sunset bomb, and then the Trouble in Paradise gets the win. But, yeah, I thought this match ended up being really good when on paper you wouldn't really think much of it. Yeah, it's one of those classic, like, little big kind of things, uh, you know, that, we, that we've that we seen before. Mm -hmm. They're just cool. But Ivar, yeah, he can move really well for a big guy, that fucking moonsault. Yeah, oh, 
athleticism, like you said. <laughs> Nakamura took on Ricochet. Uh, Rollins runs out, tries to attack Nakamura before the match. Security gets in their way. Um, and then, yeah, we just get to the match. Ricochet with a cool move where he's on the apron. He, like, runs, kicks off the ring post, does a backflip, moonsault onto the floor. No problems. Uh-huh. And then Nakamura grabs a chair, goes to take a swing. Ricochet ducks, super kicks him, and then Ricochet grabs a chair, hits Nakamura, foolishly getting himself disqualified. Uh, Ricochet tries to complain to the ref, but Nakamura just attacks him, beats him up, smashes his ankle with a chair. Rollins comes back out to fight him off, pedigrees Nakamura onto the chair, or he tries to, but Nakamura reverses it. Uh... And then he slams Rollins spine first into the announce table multiple times, targeting that broken back of his. Twice broken, don't forget. Yeah, for four years. Wow. Um, so, you know, they're continuing this feud. For now, at least. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when why, when do it once off, you know, do it again. That's pretty much a staple. <laughs> Um, up next, we had your women's tag team champions. You may remember Chelsea Green, Piper Niven, taking on Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark. Non-title match, but, uh, yeah, didn't really get a finish. Piper slams Shayna on the floor. Nia Jax shows up again, just attacks, causes the DQ. She beats up everybody as the crowd boos her. And then Nia hits the bonsai drop which they are now calling the Annihilator, where just all of her weight just drives right down onto the chest. The Annihilator. That's cool. Yeah, dangerous-looking move. Be dangerous already. <laughs> yeah. I do find it ironic, enough. though. There was a point in the show where um, they had said, or commentary had said, like, um, Raquel Rodriguez, like, due to the actions of Nijax, Raquel Rodriguez, like, injured her shoulder, and Rhea Ripley injured this. I was yeah. like, that's a really funny thing to say for somebody who's famously known for actually injuring people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they're playing into it because as far as I know, they weren't real injuries. But, you know, why not get the fans talking? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're talking right now. Yeah. Jey Uso gets interviewed backstage. He understands where Owen's coming from. But then Damian Priest walks up. Just to remind him, you know, we're looking for an Uso. The rest of the guys have been pushing for Jimmy, but I want main event Jey Uso. And, uh, anyways, you know, we can be your family and, uh, if you're willing. So, yes or no, let us let us know by the end of the night. Which, uh, remind me, which uh, Uso is with uh, Naomi, the artist formerly uh, known Jimmy. as? Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay. It might, it might influence my decision if I had to choose between the two. <laughs> uh, Chad Gable took on Bronson Reed. Uh, Gable's not adverse to fighting bigger men. We've all seen his technical skills. Uh, he goes for the chaos theory, but Bronson's weight too much for him. His back gives out. Bronson follows up with a tsunami. Gets the win. Too bad for Gable. 
I know, especially after the uh, the props that we gave to Gable last week, you know, the past couple of weeks, so a little Gunther thing. Uh, it would have been nice to see him with some progress, but, you know, such is life. Yep. Yeah, hopefully just a stumbling block yeah. before he can, you know. Gunther, he can extend his reign another couple of months, but, uh, yeah, Gable should still probably be at the top of the list of guys to take that belt. Yeah, hold on to it till Mania, probably, right? At this point, maybe maybe the Rumble? <clears throat> yeah, it's either he loses it at the Rumble and then wins the Rumble to challenge Seth Rollins. Oh, that'd be or fun. Or he holds it till Mania. That'd be yeah. fun. Either way, I think he's got a few more months. Okay. Uh, something else we missed last week. Over on NXT, Becky Lynch fought Tiffany Stratton for the NXT Women's title, and she defeated her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, her first ever NXT belt. She becomes the Grand Slam champ. Um, so, yeah, that happened there. So, she can come out tonight on Raw with her belt and just kind of celebrate. And uh, she wants to defend it. Let's keep this thing going. NXT represents the future. I want to face the best they have. So, uh, open challenge. Natalia answers the call. Becky's like, I was thinking of someone new, but uh, Natty just yells at her, shoves her. So we get the NXT Women's title on the line, Becky versus Natalia, which, I mean, yeah, it's again, we all know Natalia's not winning the belt at this stage, but. Uh, no, no, but again, but, but she didn't get released, you know, like it's that, it's that <laughs> she's in that spot where like Natalia will have a job with the WWE for the rest of her life. She, yeah, I guess she's, pretty much just because of her She's put family. in, her, not only family, but she's put in her th- those dues, the numbers. She's definitely a locker. She's the definition of a locker But I mean, Ziggler. Ziggler was just as much as her. Hey, I, I agree. But she has the the heart, the night heart. That's the difference. The night heart. Uh, so, yeah, Becky rolls her up, beats her, gets the three. And uh, also, the Becky Lynch effect. Last week's... NXT, where she won the belt, was the highest ratings they've had in three years. Seventh highest rated episode of all time. Wow, and even higher rated, even higher than the episode of Seth Rollins? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Would you look yeah, at that? They, I think they said the, the actual match itself, like for that quarter, it was like the highest rating of any match they've ever had. Wow. A million. Wow. So, yeah, this experiment of, you know... Sending Baron Corbin down is not going to make a difference, but Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, Dominic, those are the names he sent. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Dominic. <laughs> Anyways, little sidetrack there. Next match, Tommaso Ciampa takes on Giovanni Vinci. With, Giovanni Vinci. Uh, yeah, Ludwig Kaiser's on the outside causing trouble. Uh, yeah, so uh, Vinci's in control, but then Ciampa fights back, hits a big knee, and then the Sicilian stretch, Vinci taps out, Ciampa picking up a win. Finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, in need. We're all just spinning our wheels waiting for Johnny Gargano. Yeah, there's a few people in this limbo state right now. Yeah. At least he didn't get released, right? Uh, exactly. Neither one of them got released. <laughs> Chicken Limbo. What's Remember that? that? I don't know. What's that? <laughs> just when we were kids, it was like a game. I just remember the commercials. 
It was like a limbo stick with like a little chicken on it. And if you hit it, it would balk at you, and that's how you lost. Oh no, I don't remember that. Sounds the fun. Chicken limbo. Sounds fun. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, main event. Main event. Jey Uso taking on Drew McIntyre. Um, crowd definitely leaning towards Jay and Drew still hasn't forgiven him for the bloodline costing him the world title last year. And uh. Yeah, Judgment Day come out in the middle of the match to cheer Jay on. Drew lines up for a Claymore. Dominic jumps on the apron, distracts the ref, while Priest grabs Drew, which allows Jay to run in, hit a big super kick. And then Judgment Day in the corner, telling Jay, finish him! They jump on the apron, but Jay super kicks all three members of the Judgment Day off the apron, one after the other. And then Jay turns around right into a Claymore from Drew. That gives McIntyre the win. Uh, so Judgment Day, they're all mad. They attack Jay. Drew sees this, turns around, looks conflicted, but then he's, ah, it's not my business, so he just goes to leave anyways. Cody Rhodes is the one that runs out, helps Jay, clears the ring. Drew McIntyre also in a weird spot. You know, he's removed from uh, <coughs> any sort of direction, having just kind of returned recently. Looking, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah, this win of. over main event Jey Uso can be that stepping stone. Yeah, maybe a heel turn to freshen him up a bit. Maybe. You know, the way he kind of left Jey Uso to get beat up here. Yeah. little tease. Yeah, but then again, but, he's Jey Uso. You know, can you, can you really trust him? I mean, yeah, I know. He cost me the world title in front of my home. Or not my home, but, you know, the UK. Exactly. Uh but anyways, that was Monday Night Raw, and that's about the first half of the show, I'd say. I'd say so, too. It's probably a perfect time for us to take a break. And when we return, we'll come back with all the action over on NXT. Of course, we're talking Dynamite Grand Slam, so stick around. Let's shoot, yeah, let's shoot, yeah, let's shoot, brother, brother, yeah, let's shoot, yeah, let's shoot. second half of the show folks thanks for sticking out through the bake the break chicken that's pretty good cha chi cha it's something like that uh welcome back to your brother's wrestling show here uh let's get into we still we're still rolling our way through that wrestling week of course we're talking over to here to nxt nxt what does it mean I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So um, debuting with our, it's 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 our new NXT Women's Champion, the man Becky Lynch, opening the show. Promises Tiffany Stratton a rematch whenever she wants it. Yeah, I mean she's ready for anyone, uh, anyone on the roster, but Tiffany comes out. She wants that rematch. She wants it at No Mercy, September 30th. Becky agrees. Uh, they come to blows. Kiana James runs out. Her and Tiffany double-team Becky. Uh, and then later, Becky's pissed off backstage. She says she'll fight. She wants them both tonight. Two-on-one. She doesn't care. So, see if that happens later. We'll see if that happens. But great to see at No Mercy coming up in... Not next this week. Saturday. Yeah, next. Not this. Uh, not this weekend. Uh, the one following. 
Yeah, and you know, if I'm booking, that's that's your main event right there, Becky Lynch. I mean, if it's Becky Lynch, that's a fucking main event. Yeah, and I mean, just, you know, that's an honor for Tiffany, her first main event. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see. Uh, But let's get to some matches. We got Butch taking on Tyler Bate in this Heritage Cup tournament thing. Uh, And I mean, yeah, you look at it on paper, this is probably one of the best matchups in the whole tournament here. Yeah. And it delivered, man. Just some, you know, some that British strong style wrestling. Lots of nice submission work, big strikes, chain wrestling. Uh, yeah, Bait does a real long airplane spin, the high angle brain buster. Crowd loves that. Butch hits a Tiger Driver 97 for a big near fall. And then Butch hits the bitter end, but Bait kicks out. So big kick out there, but we are running out of time because these tournament matches are all 12 minutes time limit. So Butch goes for another bitter end, or he starts with the bitter end, but then changes it mid-move into like a sit-out tombstone type of move. Looked amazing. Uh, That gets Butch the 1-2-3 with 11 seconds left. Well, and, you know, and and let's not forget, you know, I mean, this would have been... uh one of these guys would have taken the other one out for the UK championship. I don't remember who. Uh, yeah. yeah. It would have been uh, it would have been Peter Dune taking out Tyler Bate. Yeah. Yeah, so great chemistry it Ooh, showed. In a, in a f- awesome. I don't know. Uh, NXT TakeOver Chicago 2017 4 3 quarter star. Damn. Oh, but, that's a damn good match. Well, I, I know, give this one. You know, you got to do at w- least four stars. WWE Network. Check it out. Peacock. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. This one here, it was only 11 minutes, but I'd still give this four plus stars because yeah. just an awesome match. And with the win, Butch has the most points in his group, so he advances to the finals. Fantastic. Congratulations, Butch. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, we go off campus for a little segment. JC Jane takes Thea Hale on a shopping spree. Little makeover. Uh, Thea's all nervous, but they both they decide on some. A new leather style outfit, which will officially see her debut next week. But mm-hmm. they're both excited. Fantastic! I love going off campus, like you said. <laughs> uh, we got another heritage tournament match. Duke Hudson, Joe Coffey. Uh, yeah, match was fine. They go back and forth. Coffee goes for a lariat. Duke ducks, rolls him up, gets the three count. So Hudson wins. But now the Group B side, we got a three-way tie, so they announced they're going to have a triple threat later tonight to determine the winner. Huh? Which I don't think that's fair to Duke. He's the only one that had to fight. Yeah, already. he uh, he had to do it already. I don't know. Yeah, so a little unfair, but oh, at least well. he gets a couple matches to showcase, refresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because up next we had Roxanne Perez taking on Lola Vice. Good little match. The crowd actually warming up to Lola pretty quickly, and so am I. She, I like her. She looks good. I thought we liked Roxanne Perez. No, I like. I, I'm not saying she's better than Roxanne. I'm just saying. Okay, okay, I see you what know, you're saying. Yeah. A few months ago, Lola Vice wasn't really on the radar, but yeah, she's good. But hey, I got a champ. Roxanne Perez and I share a birthday. I got a champion. I got it. I got a champion <laughs> or whenever I can. Got to give her the flowers. Yeah, yeah. No, Roxy. She's still. One of the top, top four or five women here. In Thank NXT. you. Uh, of course. 
But uh, she goes for the pop rocks. Lola counters into a LaBelle lock. A little Brian Danielson action, but Roxanne leans back, pins Lola down. One, two, three. Roxanne gets the win. Roxanne, you don't have to put on <laughs> your wrestling boots. But you should. You should, please. Yeah, you're not Matt Riddle. No. Yeah, you're not Matt. You're not, uh, who else? Um, Speedball Mike Bailey. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dominic taking on Carmelo Hayes. Big matchup here. The two singles champions on the show. Hot crowd. I mean, the crowd's loud no matter where Dominic goes. Um, <laughs> and we also had Ilya Dragunov watching at ringside. At one point, Carmelo throws Dominic into Dragunov. Then Dom gets up, throws Melo into Dragunov. And then to rub it in even more, Dominic just walks up, slaps Dragunov right in the face. And that is enough. Uh, Dragunov jumps in, attacks Dominic, causes the DQ. Beats him up. Goes for Torpedo Moscow. But Dominic yanks Carmelo in the way. He gets hit. Uh... And then Dominic goes to leave, but Dragon Lee shows up, super kicks him from behind, so because they're gonna fight at no mercy. Yeah, and I, I think guess. I think Dragon or, Lee was supposed to be on an episode. Was Dragon Lee an episode of Raw or SmackDown? He was supposed to fight him next week for yeah, the North American title. I definitely saw that. But now that now that all Lee's been yanked from the company, uh, might as well just push that back a week unless they have someone else lined up. Yeah, very strange, very strange. I don't quite know, but uh, either way, Dragon Lee is a former IWGP junior heavyweight champion. What the fuck is he doing <laughs> pitter-puttering around on NXT here, barely on television, taking L's? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, he's certainly got the talent. Um, yeah, I don't know. Always, it's always room for luchas. There's always room for a lucha. Yeah, Ray's on SmackDown, put him on Raw, so you can, you know, a lucha on each show. Lucha, 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 exactly. We already have the song. <laughs> yeah, just recycle that. Yeah. Uh, we got that triple threat we promised you earlier for the Heritage Cup uh, tournament. Two cuts in Nathan Fraser, Joe Coffey. Just a good, fast-paced match here. Uh, Fraser. Um, one of the best spots of the match for me. He hits this Hurricane Rana onto Duke. And this is one of the best sell jobs I've ever seen of the Hurricane Rana. Duke just like <laughs> landing on his head, doing like a headstand for three seconds. That's what you got to do. You got to spike <laughs> yourself. Um, you know, Naito is also good at spiking himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you got you know, you, <laughs> look out, kids. If you're learning how to be a professional wrestler, you're a little kid out there or something. Learn, watch these guys. Yeah, it's an art. And heed Certainly. our advice too. <laughs> yeah, so awesome move there. Fraser follows up with a Phoenix Splash, but then Coffee jumps in, throws Fraser away, hits a big spinning lariat on Duke to steal the win. Another good match. Uh, so with that, Joe Coffey faces Butch in the finals next week. And then finally, the winner of that will face Noam Dyer for the Heritage Cup. For the Heritage Cup, which is still a fucking trophy. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The tournament itself, 
I don't care about, but we got a couple of good matches out of it. So at least that's something. I guess. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, you know, but it's funny. Make that cup a fucking king of the ring and suddenly it matters. <laughs> yeah. It's just the whole thing. Yeah. The whole heritage cup and the special rules. It's just too much. Yeah. It's too, too much. much. It's just too it's much. about. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the main event, Becky Lynch taking on Tiffany Stratton and Kiana James. Uh, Becky gets attacked during her entrance, so Laya Valkyria comes out to make the save and uh, turns this into a tag match. So, yeah, good little main event. Uh, yeah, Lyra and Becky working well together, hitting double leg drops off the top rope. Uh, later, Tiffany throws Becky into the ring post, takes her out. Kiana hits Lyra with a big power bomb. And then Tiffany hits the prettiest swanton bomb ever. She just pulled this out for the first time last week. And once again, I mean. It looks great. You've never seen. It's smooth. Yeah, the form. She's just perfect. I mean, that gymnastic background. She, like, just does a plank midair. Perfect rotation every time. See, because uh, Jeff Hardy's landing, all of it was always a little rough. It was always an untrained, yeah. rough landing. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, we'll just see where I end up. Yeah. <laughs> this one is calculated. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful. But, yeah, the swan taunt. The pin gets broken up. Becky jumps in, hits a manhandle slam, tags in Lyra, who hits a big top rope splash, uh, makes the cover, gets the pin. So Lyra and Becky picking up the win. Then immediately after, Tiffany grabs a chair, attacks them both, she grabs Becky's title, holds it up, and then walks off. Becky grabs a mic, says, yeah, that's how you want to play? Then it's going to be extreme rules at No Mercy. To an uproarious uh, crowd reaction. Yeah. So that'll be uh, now, I, now, new for Tiffany. And that definitely has to be the main event now, an extreme rules match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. At a... I don't know what city they're in, but certainly, yeah, you're going to have that bigger arena so I can move all around. We'll get some tables, the kendo sticks, all that. Like it's a big it's a big stage. Like like you said, Becky Lynch moves the needle. Fuck Punker Reigns. Becky Lynch is what moves the fucking needle. <laughs> Absolutely. Becky Lynch is uh, the needle. <laughs> That'd be a fun nickname. Yeah. The needle. The needle. Not bad. There we go. <laughs> Uh, so let's move on through. That was a great episode of NXT. So let's move ourselves over to Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Grand Slam, live from Archer Ath Stadium. Arthur Ashe, who is a tennis player, I recently learned. Um, in case, maybe, was, maybe that was made abundantly aware already. And I'm just a fu um. fucking idiot. No, I didn't. I knew it was a tennis arena, but I didn't know it's necessarily named after a tennis player. It's named after a tennis player. You know. Yeah. yeah. If it was like the Andre Agassi arena or something, then I would, you know. I oh, could. Arthur Ashe, Andre Agassi. <laughs> I mean, come on. Or uh, McEnroe, John McEnroe. That's what I want. The John McEnroe arena. <laughs> the John McEnroe arena. You're allowed to fucking <laughs> yell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the yearly tradition, at least the, the third annual, the Grand Slam here. Um, not 
quite as grand crowd size wise. I don't know if they'll ever match that twenty thousand they had. Well, I mean, how often are you going to match Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson? <laughs> That's a fair point, but uh, yeah, still a big crowd, probably nine or ten thousand. Of course. Uh, we start off Claudio defending his Ring of Honor World Title against Eddie Kingston. Uh, Eddie, native of New York, so huge pop here. Um, yeah, crowd loves him. They have a hard-hitting match, lots of stiff strikes, chops, uppercuts, everything. Uh, suplexes onto the ramp. We've got that special elevated ramp that goes right to the ring, which may cause some trouble later. No. But we'll get there. Uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, Claudio, big uppercuts, hits the Ricola bomb, but Eddie kicks out. Big pop for that. Eddie... Hits two Hurricane backfists and then a half and half suplex, a third Hurricane, a Northern Lights bomb, but Claudio still kicks out of Oh my God, that one got me. <laughs> yeah, so now the crowd's real hot here. Everyone's on the edge of their seats. Eddie hits another Hurricane backfist and then a big power bomb and makes the cover, gets the win. Eddie Kingston, your new Ring of Honor world champion. Yeah. Big pop, big moment, and the match was a lot of fun. It had me, it had me wondering, um, you know, was Eddie finally going to get his flowers? He did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know me, I don't consider this a, technically a world title, but uh, you know, it's the Ring of Honor World Title. It's still something. Yeah, that being said, if you go on pro, if you go on uh, like Pro Fight DB. Uh, they list it under their current champions. So even even that, even that is something of note. Yeah. Either yeah. way, and he's also got that that New Japan Strong title as well. So double double belt, Eddie. Two belts, Eddie. Two belts. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That Eddie sounds that sounds better. <laughs> uh, Claudio gets up, extends the hand. Eddie accepts the handshake. Claudio hands over the belt and leaves. So. Nice little respectful moment. Yeah, nice. Yeah, he and the Ring of Honor. I think Excalibur made a point of saying like the the Ring of Honor tradition, the handing over of the belts yeah, the or something. Code of Honor. The Code of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Roddy Strong sitting in a hospital bed, just calling out Adam, <laughs> and so Cole shows up. He's like, Adam, I can't see you. Just open your eyes, Roddy. Uh, I'm loving this. This this, 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 this was awesome. Body. This was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Cole tells him he can't stick around long. He's got to get back to Dynamite for MJF having the world title match tonight. Roddy just slowly raises his hospital bed. And he's like, just freaking go. So <laughs> Roderick Strong uh, throwing in his name, Dark Horse. For maybe best gimmick. Oh, gimmick, yeah, the, um, <laughs> and also not only that, it's it's there. There, there's this new look where he he has these thick glasses. He's growing his hair out, his beard out. It's it is a very yeah. new, uh, different Roger Strong. And uh, always wearing the neck brace, except for during the match. Except for during the match, and then puts back on immediately. <laughs> puts back on. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the ring. Chris Jericho taking on Sammy Guevara. Uh, we know the history, the friendship kinship sammy even with a little jericho tribute coming out with a light up vest on and uh he had a rapper monteezy i think his name yeah who knows i couldn't tell you a single word to nope. sammy's song i've never really 
Nope. <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> never, but... never, ever thought about it. But uh, yeah, the match was good. I gotta say, Sammy done a pretty good job the last few months. He's actually the crowd's cheering him now. When mm-hmm. you know, people used to chant, "You still suck." After he'd do like a flip to the floor, so he's winning them over. Uh, piece by piece. Piece by piece. Jericho hits a big suplex off the apron to the floor. Uh, Sammy steals his move, hits the code breaker. Uh, big moonsault to the floor. Diving cutter off the ropes. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Jericho hits the lion salt. Sammy fights back, goes for the GTH. Or he hits the GTH, and then he goes to the top rope for a shooting star press. But Jericho jumps up, counters midair with a code breaker. Awesome reversal there. That and that was that, I, I've never seen that before. That would that that is the absolute perfect timing of a maneuver <laughs> that has to happen. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, perfectly executed. Awesome moment, and you know, no better way to end the match than that. Jericho gets the three, gets the win. Uh, so. Yeah, great finishing moments. A little bit surprising. You think, you know, maybe Jericho would have put over. Would job out, yeah. But uh, I guess it was all part of the plan because after, you know, they they hug, they show respect, but then Sammy turns, kicks Chris right in the balls, and then Don Callis comes down after, puts his arm around Sammy, and they walk off together. Sammy, why Sammy? Why? I know it was almost like Jericho was is, is always going to be on that line where he can turn himself face or heel whenever he wants to. Yeah, uh, but it, it really felt like I, I wish Sammy's departure was actually the other way around. I wish it was Jericho doing the beatdown, uh, and then Sammy babyface, <coughs> not Sammy heel. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that would have made because more now because now it's going to be the. You know, I'm way better than you, old man. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, instead of the, uh, you know, I fought through all the abuse that you. I don't know. Hey, I'm not a writer. No, no, but I, I agree. Like I was saying, you know, he was starting to get some good baby face reactions. Yeah. Ever since pretty much the pregnancy announcement with him and Ty Conti, uh, Ty Mello, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. guess they're not going that angle. No. Too bad. We see Adam Cole and MJF arrive at the arena, get out of the car. Max starts cutting a promo, but then Cole gets a phone call from Roddy. Says it's an emergency. He has to go. And Max is just like, Cole, I need you tonight. I need you out there with me. But, uh, yeah, see what happens in the main event. Yeah, see what happens down there. I don't know. Uh, in the meantime, we got the international title on the line. John Moxley defending against Ray Fenix. Uh, so before the match even starts, they fight onto the ramp. Phoenix, he hits this big running, flipping senton onto Moxley. And this is where everything goes wrong before the match has even started because Phoenix like lands right on Moxley's head. They slam into the ground. Moxley's right away, head see- slams into the ground. Yeah, right on the mats. You can see right away Phoenix just goes right over to him, squeezes his hand, the old wrestler signal to check if you're okay. And I don't think he was because he tries to stand up and kind of like falls, trips into the barricade, and 
this was not selling. I think he was loopy here. He was uh, for a little bit. Yeah, it felt like it. Yep. Yeah, not good to see, but he carries on. He's one of the toughest guys in the business. Uh, he gets Phoenix hanging off the guardrail, hits him with a paradigm shift, slamming Phoenix's head right into the floor. Um, and then back in the ring, Mox hits a paradigm shift, but Phoenix kicks out. They go back to the ramp. Moxley hits a curb stomp, spiking Phoenix's head down. And the crowd, some of them started to sing Seth Rollins' song theme song here at the little tribute oh i didn't oh, catch that. that that's fun yeah after the curve stop just huh. a little whoa uh and then yeah back in the ring moxley with a big pile driver spiking phoenix down but he kicks out again and then phoenix picks up mox hits the uh the phoenix driver like a sit out tombstone looking thing and yeah this is where just so Phoenix, he hits the Phoenix driver, makes the cover. The ref counts one, two, and then completely stops on the way down to three. Mox didn't even try to kick out. There was nothing. Uh, he played it off. The ref tried to play it off like it was like, oh, I see your shoulders up. Yeah, but uh, we all knew the crowd just started booing right away. Commentary was like, oh, I think Moxley twitched. <laughs> He twitched. Well, yeah, um, obviously, what are they going to say? <laughs> yeah. It was a bad botch. Bad botch. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah, so Phoenix is just like, oh, fuck it. So he picks up Moxley, hits another Phoenix driver, driving Moxley's head into the mat, covers him, ref counts the three. Ray Phoenix, your new international champion. And new. Yeah, so this is where... Um, we don't know the whole story. I think Meltzer said Moxley got a concussion during this match. and Because, uh, I don't know, it's, I was very surprised with the results. I think maybe Phoenix wasn't even supposed to win, but they called an audible. Moxley was hurt, mm -hmm. and that's why the ref didn't know that, you know, that's why he stopped his count, because he's like, this isn't the finish. But, yeah, didn't look good. Uh, the match was still good, like, fine, but hopefully, yeah, the, uh, Moxley's injury... Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Rick Knox, he's still fucked up. Count the three. If the shoulders down, you count the three. But um, so yeah, so the dive at the beginning of the match, I think that fucks. You, you think that's up. what you think that's what did it? And then I think the ending move made it even worse because I don't know if you saw the replay. Um. Uh, take a quick look at this. What I just sent you. The slow motion replay. Is this the slow mo replay of the bump on top of the man's fucking skull? Do I want to watch you see this that one already? No, but I mean, it, it's not graphic. I mean, you saw it in real time, so now I just want to see it in slow motion time. <laughs> but it does not look good. Oh, of course, yeah, he fucking landed right on the top of his skull. Yeah, so that was the second one, and uh, yeah, apparently after the match during commercials, doctors all came out. Renee Young even came out to check on her husband, so. Wow. Fairly serious. Uh, he left on his own power, but uh, yeah, man. Did not look too good there. Yeah, wrestling's, wrestling's real. Yeah. I definitely don't think, you know, that he was going to lose the belt two weeks after just winning it after that lengthy Cassidy title reign, but we won't know for sure. I'm sure Meltzer will have a story later this week. Yeah, probably something. 
either way, unfortunate, scary. That ending, the botched pin kind of took away from the big title change. Uh, and someone kind of like read some lips like well, after Phoenix hit the first one, uh, Moxley yells to the ref, finish! Like, this is the end, but the ref still doesn't count the three, so Mox yells, fuck you! Because <laughs> he just wanted to get the match over with. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. That's funny. Fuck you, Rick Knox. You blew it. Ah, oh, Ricky. Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate circumstances. Hopefully uh, yeah. nothing too serious for Moxley, though. But, yeah. All the best. Said. All the best for Mox. Yeah. Mild concussion, but I don't think there is such a thing as a mild concussion. Yeah, any. I feel like any brain injury is should be treated like a significant brain injury. <laughs> like, just yeah, because, so. yeah. Exactly. Well, that was that. Let's move on. Next title match, Soraya defending that woman's title against Tony Storm, Portrait of a Star. Uh, as we said, we love this new gimmick. The crowd loves it. We, I think in everybody does. Like, everybody does. Yeah, in a manner of like five weeks, she's just completely gotten her this new gimmick over. and uh, We love it. Soraya doesn't. She's pissed. She's slapping Tony, saying, you need me. Tony snaps. She fights back. Uh, Ruby Soho's there on the floor. Or, yeah, yelling at Tony. Tony drops down, just rolls under the ring. Ruby pulls her out. Tony's got a pair of shoes. Starts wailing on Ruby. Because that's her whole other, th- other thing, right? Watch for the shoe. Watch for the shoe. <laughs> Look out for the shoe. <laughs> chin up, tits out. Yeah, chin Watch up, tits out. Look for the chin up, tits out. Best catchphrase. I don't know. We could be, <laughs> we could be looking for a catchphrase of the year. Yeah, it's either that or yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah was a front runner. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's got the shoes. She climbs in the ring. The ref sees the shoe, takes it away. But Tony had a second shoe stashed in the back of her trunks. Nails Soraya right in the head. Makes the cover, but Soraya kicks out. Big near fall there. Uh, so Tony, we all know Soraya's history with the broken neck. Tony goes right after it. DDT onto the ramp. Uh, is hurt. Ruby checking on her. She's slow to get up. Tony grabs her, spikes her down again. Another draping DDT. Soraya has no fear taking these bumps. Not anymore, uh, baby. Surgically reinforced neck. Yeah. If it's good enough for Edge, it's good enough for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they go to the top rope. Soraya hits a sunset bomb. Tony goes over to the corner, rips off the turnbuckle pad. Grabs the spray paint can, but Ruby takes the paint away. Ref yells at Ruby as she slides the paint over to Sarah, Soraya. Uh, Soraya sprays Tony in the eyes and then hits the nightcap. But Tony kicks out. So the crowd's going nuts. Uh, They go even more nuts when Tony grabs Soraya, just kisses her on the mouth. The crowd started going wild for that. I I, I, (laughs) I stood up from my couch applauding. It was unexpected, that's for sure. Uh... Caught everyone off guard, especially Soraya. Yeah. Which <laughs> allowed Tony to hit the Storm Zero. Makes the cover, but Soraya kicks out. Can you believe it? This is a wild match. Uh, Tony puts Soraya in the corner against that exposed turnbuckle. Goes to hit her with the running hip attack, but Soraya avoids. Tony smashes her ass. Soraya lifts her up onto the middle rope to hit an avalanche nightcap. And that's the nightcap of the match. The three count, the win, the retain, Soraya. 
Uh, great match. I'd say Soraya's best in AEW. Uh, oh, by far. By far her best match here in AEW. At least certainly the most memorable, if nothing else. Yeah. What a great way to close out this big show. Two weeks straight now, we've had main events of, of women's matches. Uh, Well, no, because that was not the main event. Okay, sorry, my bad. <laughs> my bad. That's okay. Uh, I hope you watched MJF defend his world title. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I did watch. Just in my mind. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Fair enough, though. No, that, I mean that did. That was a big match. That women's match. Yeah, uh, you're right. Great match. But yeah. yes, let's let's not forget our our brothers over here. MJF. Of course. Samoa Joe world title. MJF had this amazing entrance, recreating a famous old video. Of Bret the Hitman Hart, where he's backstage. A kid calls out to him. I don't know if you've ever seen the original. Commercial. I so I had never seen the original commercial, but I kind of picked it up by context clues that I should know what's going on. That it was referencing, yeah. The, that like, it was referencing exact, something. The, the, <laughs> the same camera angles, the same zooms. Max walks over to this kid. Gives him his scarf the same way Brett gave his sunglasses. Or I was going to say the same way, like, mean, it's like a mean Joe Green uh, throwing his fucking jersey back. Yeah. Yeah. I it, think Brett was doing the mean Joe and MJF was doing the Brett. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because the kid says the same line Go get him, champ. Uh, although this part was new when MJF whispers into the kid's ear, walks off. The kid says, Dad, I'm adopted. So. You know, he's our scumbag. Is MJF this little boy's father? Is Was that the implication? <laughs> um, either that or he just said you're adopted. Oh, just to fuck with him. Yeah. Nice. Either way. Uh, yeah. Fun little parody there. But yeah. let's get to the match. MJF, New York native, super over with the crowd. He would be anyways. But uh, yeah, had his New York Mets inspired gear. Yeah, he also had the Jets uh, uh, embroidered onto his uh, jacket there. Yeah, his jacket had a couple couple New York teams on it. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, great main event. Crowd was hot. Joe targeting MJF's neck, which he's been selling the last few weeks. Kind of him and Roddy both got the neck thing going on, you know? <laughs> Adam Cole's two best friends. Can't have too many guys with neck problems. <laughs> Lots of heat on Joe. He's in control. Uh, MJF, though, gets all fired up. Has his comeback. Signals for the kangaroo kick. Everyone loves it. He hits it. Everyone's going nuts. He starts shaking the ropes like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. Crowd's chanting MJF. Joe picks him up. Hits a nasty Death Valley driver onto the apron. Again, going after that neck. And Joe just laughing like a maniac after. <laughs> so In his old man Samoa Joe laugh. <laughs> yeah. Check out Twisted maybe Metal doing, on Peacock. I was going to say, maybe he's doing a little sweet tooth. Yeah, thing. he's doing a little sweet tooth impression. Uh, I have not seen the show. but I Neither have I. <laughs> uh, Joe sets up a table up against the barricade. Picks up MJF with an Uranagi through the table. Makes the cover back in the ring, but MJF kicks out. So Joe goes and peels the mats off the floor, exposing the concrete underneath. Uh, and then Joe pile drives MJF right out of the floor. Doctors come out to check on Max, but Joe just pushes them all away. 
Throws Max back into the ring. Goes for the pin, but MJF kicks out. He's hurt, but uh, Maxwell shows tremendous strength. He picks up Joe, hits a sit-out powerbomb. So that was awesome. Huge. Crowd chance. This is awesome. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, that's what that's uh, what gets... that's what juice will do to you. <laughs> Joe gets MJF in a sleeper. MJF grabs the ref so he can't see him kick Joe in the balls, and then he slips on the diamond ring. Runs at Joe to hit him, but Joe pulls the ref into the way, so Max stops. And senior official Paul Turner, he sees this ring, takes it away. Not having it. Uh, I'll tell you something right now. Paul Turner wouldn't have messed up that three count. Oh, yeah. Where's senior official? Saying. Where's senior official Paul Turner? <laughs> yeah, Rick Knox, you put on notice, my friend. Yeah, you're fired. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, he takes the ring away, but while he's doing that. Joe kicks MJF in the balls, hits him with a muscle buster, makes the cover. Max kicks out. Joe can't believe it. The crowd's on their feet. So Joe puts Max into a deep sleeper hold. MJF is passing out. The ref goes to check. He raises his arm, drops it. We get the one. And then he waits a very long time to do the second drop as Adam Cole's a little late. He comes running out. And I guess because he was so late, he decides he's just going to jump off the ramp and lands awkwardly, kind of twists his ankle or his knee. I don't know what happened, but immediately you can see him limping as he runs over Yeah, the it was sign. a bit of a weird tweak, um, you know, almost like someone's kind of... Yeah, just an awkward landing. Again, hopefully nothing too serious, but he was noticeably limping here. Yeah, limping afterwards, but yeah. Uh, still here, still here to do his spot. He yells words of encouragement. You know, Max, wake up! Uh, after all this time, the ref has finally raised his arm to drop it for the two count. So, very generous. Um, and then he lifts it one more time for the third drop, but MGF gets his hand up. He hulks up, fights back. Uh, they almost collide with the ref, so the ref has to jump to the floor to save himself. And now the referee's hurt. He hurts his knee. <laughs> Everyone's hurting their fucking injury. knees. Yeah. Grand slam. There were, there were some casualties tonight. Yeah, honestly, there was. But, uh, yeah, so while the ref's down, Cole jumps up on the apron to distract Joe. MJF pulls off some wrist tape, uh, chokes Joe with it, gets him in the sleeper hold. Joe passes out. MJF wins, retains the belt. Another great match. For MJF. Yeah, uh, yeah, put it on the list of to I, I don't know how many title offenses he's had, but um yeah. yeah. And what what can we say? And they, they, they a lot of memorable moments. Yeah. And Samoa Joe as well after, you know, the last month, the match with Punk and this match, I think, you know, I think he he should win this belt at some point. Yeah, a little bit of a resurgence himself, you know. He's he's parading that uh, NX, sorry, you know, a Ring of Honor television championship all over the place too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so Max he uh, he wins. He tries to hide his foreign object under his arm after the referee raises his arm. The tape drops out. So Max just grabs the ref, spins him around. Good buddy Adam Cole picks up the evidence to help out his friend. Yeah. And then, yeah, him and MJF, they hug. Joe comes in. He's pissed. Shoves Cole. MJF gets in between them. But then Joe just offers a handshake. So Max accepts. 
Joe leaves. Cole and MJF celebrate together to end the show. A lot of respect. Uh, Samo Samoa Joe takes a lot of losses in these big matches, but there's always a lot of respect. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Uh, and, yeah, so word was after Meltzer said that Adam Cole went to the hospital and was seen leaving on crutches, but hopefully just a precautionary. Probably hopefully as a precaution, a you know. Yeah, but between him and Moxley, that's some big-name guys that uh, getting hurt. Both you because know, of that ramp. It all started with those. It all started with the ramp. Off the ramp. But, you know, the whole episode. No more elevated ramp, Tony. <laughs> but I'd say whole episode Remember of Dynamite, was... we had uh, no, no sign of Kenny Omega, no sign of the Young Bucks, no sign of Adam Page. Um, yeah, none of the elite. And, and no, no, there was no sign of Takeshita Don Callis, no sign of FTR, no sign of the acclaimed House yeah, of Black. Of big names, a lot of a big names. A lot of big names were left off of this card, yet the the card ve still felt very full. And I, as a viewer, felt very fulfilled having watched oh, it. Oh, match wise. Uh, yeah, exa I exactly. Match, I yeah, you know, it, it's great yeah. that. Um, you know, the AEW roster is at that size and that caliber that you can have a, a whole massive show neglecting a huge portion of your of your audience. It's 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 great to see. Yeah, no, when it when it came to the matches, I thought this was an all time, like one of the top episodes of Dynamite for a real grand slam of an episode, if you will. Yeah. But and just another thing I just remembered that that elevated entrance and another ramp also, thing <laughs> that elevated ramp not only did it hurt moxley and cole but that was the one that brian got his leg stuck in last year when he got injured remember oh yeah when he got stuck between the ramp and the ring yeah and he had to miss the first forbidden door because of it so there's no more tony we're getting rid of the elevated ramp get okay? rid of the ramp tony <laughs> stop being different you're already different <laughs> You have yeah. you have your W's and your E's in different places. You're already <laughs> different. Yeah. But uh, yeah, great episode. Lots of great wrestling. Yeah, uh, great wrestling. A lot of action. And um, yeah, really just a great week in that professional wrestling realm. Uh, so let's bring you one last thing, and I think that's a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week. To which I hand my flowers to Eddie Kingston. Uh, getting that big win, like you said, maybe not necessarily that uh, that championship that we consider here on the podcast, um, but it's it, the, the magnitude of the achievement alone. Yeah, no, it was a great win for him. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think I'll give it to Soraya just because I think it was her best match in AEW, maybe one of her best matches in her career. Because it's been so long since she was in WWE. Yeah. Wow. You know, the, the big win she had it all in. I couldn't give it to her that week because of other stuff. But I'll give it to her this week. So, Soraya. Fan, and I think that was her first. Was that, that was definitely her first match since All In. No, there may uh, have. She was in that six-man, I think. 
Yeah, her first title defense, certainly. For, yeah, certainly the first title defense, so it's great to see. Hopefully we can see more Soraya matches as we move on, and that is all the time we have for the show for this week. Thanks for listening. Of course, rate, review, like, subscribe. Shows everywhere. We'll be back next week as we prep for No Mercy. Yeah, No Mercy. We got this new AEW. Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream. Our third pay per view in five weeks. Yeah, right. so, yeah. That'll that'll be on uh, Sunday the first. <laughs> I'm sure you can buy it on a pay per view through YouTube. Did you know, Mike? You could do this. You can rent a or you can buy the AEW pay per view um, through YouTube. Is this the first one? That's I I don't do know it? how long you've been able to do. You no, know, you were able to do it for All Out, and that was when I first noticed oh. um, that. Because I mean, I was thinking to myself, you know, if you invite a few friends over, pay forty dollars. I would pay forty bucks for a perfect, reliable stream that I don't have to keep refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. I don't have to keep refreshing. I don't know. I I, I saw it. And I think for me, the pay per view thing has always been the accessibility of it. Like, if you want a pay-per-view UFC, you need to have a cable account. Like, I don't have a cable. You know, it's there, there's four steps before I can pay my money. Just let me pay my money. Yeah. No, I hear you. There's lots of rumors that uh, the AEW is trying to get in on that streaming stuff. Makes sense, you know, in this day and age. Yeah, so certainly maybe, uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll be the first contributor for WrestleDream. Who knows? Who knows? Let's, Maybe. Let's, let's build the card first. Maybe we'll get there. And thanks for listening, um, folks. And we'll be back next week. That's all the time we have. Mike, take care of yourself. All right. See you next time. Brother.